only one worthy. Thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you for your grace. And just to continue what was already started, uh, you can all sit down. Uh, worshippers can still stand. Uh, no, I'm joking, you can still sit. I don't know, but for me, all these moments, you know, where you you want to you want to be a part of it, but you wanna you want it to fin you don't want it to finish. It doesn't mean that uh, his spirit is only in the song. Of course, he is much more than that. Of course, yeah. And just to continue this thought, which was already started, I was raising questions. Questions. How happen? How it happens? That you're coming to some uh, event, party, or evangelical event, or conference, uh, and you're like. There you feel like you're filled, you're really like boosted and filled. you coming out changed. You come in uh, one, one man to this, you go out as super one, super man to this. And I remember all these youth, teenagers, mm, uh, gatherings. You come there like uh, totally messed up and you leave uh, really super. The same you come to church sometimes, something is happening, you're like touched by it, you are really like lifted, you, you know, with all this air inside, you come out, you start living and the life happens and everything is just gone. Just wait, and what was really real then? If, so, if that just disappeared suddenly, so was it real then? And I'm, you know, raising these questions in my heart a lot. Uh, somebody will say, you know, you're coming somewhere where something good emotion happens and good things happen. You're touched by this emotion. This emotion is like fills you and then you go out, that fades away and then you are in the real again. But what is more than, because I don't want to live this uh, Christian life, and then every day I'm like, uh, you know, affected by all the circumstances and all the negativity. Now you super, and then suddenly you're out uh, and normal again, kind of normal. And one Sunday I was preaching, really like uh, in a good mood, and then it came out, and my car was damaged. And I'm like, oh, God is real. Oh, yeah, He is. But come on, it's not nice. God wants something from it. When you start thinking about this situation, he, he, he is doing something in there. And uh, the thought of it came to me straight away. The mind with us, what is more important to you? And uh, the second thought was, what is more important? I will uh, be saving it. Of course, I'm going to take care of my car, but something else I would guard more. And everyone who's a believer, you know that, well, you should know, we should know, that when we first believe, we invited Jesus into our love. If you really invited Jesus into your heart, he started to live in there. It's his home now. He's living by his Holy Spirit now in you. You are a new creation. 
by His Spirit. But don't you sometimes feel like it's not that at all? Everything that you hear about, that change, that um, victory, that grace, the cross, you start living everyday life, you think like everything is not like that. And then another question is, why, why? Why that happens? Can you show me the time so I don't mm, go for too long? Why that happens? And then I understood when I was preparing. That happens, but doesn't matter that we live in a grace. Doesn't matter that we are believers. Doesn't matter that Christ actually already won the victory. There is also other powers which which now, when you are with Christ, hates you. That really, that darkness hates you. When you, when you said, I'm not the part of the darkness, I'm like, I want to live new life. All these dark powers, now they're gonna work, they are working harder to actually take you back to that darkness, take you from this grace. The, the devil will do everything that you will miss it, like you kind of will not know what's coming from God. You will miss his presence and so on. And I saw what's going on in my life and others' life that uh, uh, being uh, lukewarm. I will talk about this lukewarmness, that we let out this lukewarmness come to our hearts and live in them and we tolerate some things and you know we were burning and boosted i'm not saying it's just boosted in some sort of events but that real truth that being a child of god the kingdom it, because of this lukewarmness you become not the part of the kingdom kind of it was burning inside of you burning through you Certainly, it's just this little light which is fading away. You're not sure if it's still like hot. It's not really cold yet. So that middle place, lukewarmness. And it's interesting that Christ in Revelation, just quickly, uh, Revelation 3, 15, 16 says, I know uh, he is talking to the church, to the believers. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm, spiritually, spiritually useless, and neither hot or cold, I will vomit you out of my mouth. I read that in original texts, uh, is like this, vomit out. So you are in Christ, but because of being a lukewarm, something is different, something changes. And he, he says, I will vomit you out. I understand that probably symbolical speech, but maybe it's not. I don't want to go to these theological discussions or uh, fights. But this thought, you know, it doesn't matter how we understand it. If someone wants you 
out, like vomit you out. Something is really wrong then. If your body wa wants to vomit it out, then some something there in your body is not okay. Your body is not okay with that. Your body wants to kind of reject it, so vomit it out. And that lukewarm inside, I want to say, is probably one of the most dangerous things for the Christian. And generally for a person, if you're lukewarm, like uh, you, you can say good enough as well. And you s just suddenly, you know, stop living and trying more and uh, reaching your goals because you are just good enough, isn't it? You stop raising questions, who am I, who is God? Because you already know you're good enough. You stop asking questions about yourself because you are already okay with that, you know everything. And the worst thing that happens, that knowledge, you start using uh, scriptures to talk about yourself. But it's, it's just words, but not the position of your heart. And then again, lukewarmness come. You kind of, uh, uh, yeah, you, you just say, oh, but I'm child of God, I'm, uh, uh, yeah, the blood was shed for me, but your life does not show it at all, just talking, just words, but no heart, probably not even your mind, because you just say it, it's just words, mm, just to cover it a bit, you know it, you know, it's written, God's talking, saying it and that lukewarmness is uh, it's ki kind of nice isn't it because you don't need to you don't need to do anything anything and yes you don't need to do anything because god christ already done it a man but i know that god is calling us to live for him, through him, and now see the most important, through him, through his spirit, through what he has done, through what he has said, through the truth. And uh, the story about uh, in Luke uh, 15, the story in Luke 15, 28, 31, Luke 15, 28, 31, that prodigal son, but we're not going to talk about prodigal son, but we're going to talk about the other son. So, so the prodigal son comes back home and the father is very happy to see him with all his love or his, he changes his clothes, he makes a party for his coming back. And then he says the elder to his elder brother, come, come, you as well, you know. And then, but the elder brother became angry and deeply resentful and was not willing to go in. And his father came out and began pleading with him. But he said to his father, look, these many years I have served you and I have never neglected or disobeyed your command. Yet you have never given me a young goat so that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours arrived, who has devoured your estate with a moral woman, you slaughtered that fat, uh, fattened calf for him. The father said to him, son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It's unreal. 
son lives in father's house. Father said, son, all the time, whenever you started to live in my house, everything that is mine was always and will be yours and are and is son. Maybe what is happening in your eyes doesn't seem right. Maybe some things in your life doesn't seem right. But I'm always with you. It doesn't matter that sometimes you had to go to the fields to work. Maybe you did some, do some hard working. Maybe your life did not seem very good that day. But I'm always waited for you, waiting. Always my gown, my dressing. And the warm food always waited for you in that in this house. You were always loved. You are loved. But the older brother brother cannot see it. I want to say that older brother. Why he cannot see it? Because the older brother did not spend time to his father. Truly, older son was a good son, good Christian says, all the time I was doing everything for you, whatever you told me I was doing, uh, Father. I was worshiping and praying and uh, trying to find that one song, uh, the, the song number eight from CD, nine. Uh, I was trying to pray with in all these ways. Mm. I was doing everything for your father and you and you and you blessed the other one the prodigal one who came one first time to this church and you touched him when will you touch me when will you heal me maybe you healed that drunken guy alcoholic when will you heal me where is my part And I don't know, I'm just talking, maybe this uh, son was thinking it, but just check with you if you are not thinking this, because I find myself, because sometimes I am lukewarm and I'm not really reacting so much. So? Yeah, yeah, God, yeah. Yeah, it's okay, okay. I understand, yeah, yeah, I understand. You give to this person, to that person. And someone is, you know, sharing how he uh, is close to God. I'm like, yeah, 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 God, okay, okay. And re really this being a luke, being lukewarm, warm, not talking to him, not opening the heart, uh, the feelings for him, everything that's what's going on with you. Even when you're angry, angry what's going on around you, that other people receiving, they are better, they're living a bigger lives, um, have more uh, wealth. If you're not just telling God, like not opening fully your heart, that lukewarmness kind of common, that heat is like kind of poured with this cold water and this temperature is going down and you find yourself like this sun you already like you have a, this blow up 
you see God, you see God. And it says that son is talking about parties. And I understand that that son is like, um, he feels like he is a judge. He knows where his brother was, who he was with, with uh, prostitutes. He knows. He knows how these things are done. He knows that his brother was having fun, spent all the money like a he was he, like a judge, and he says, and you never gave me this calf to eat with my friends. So he is in the same place as the younger son, and he's thinking he's exactly in the same place as the younger son, because he wanted all these parties and mm, bad stuff, yeah, have fun, have fun. But he decided to be a good Christian, good son, he tried his best to fill all the commandments physically, but with his heart, with his mind, he was probably cursing even his father and his brother, judging. And I want to talk from this story, so you wouldn't say that I am, uh, you know, commenting it on you, but spirit is going to reveal to everyone who needs it. I was in the same place, I remember in Lithuania, I was serving, really I was in the Father's house serving. Every Sunday, Friday, where uh, you're going to other churches, you're participating, you're worshipping, singing, unreal. And all these camps, uh, they give you the leaders, leadership position, uh, so good. And then one day, I find myself that I'm just still warm. I'm still warm. I'm still warm from from the Saturday's party because I was partying on, on Saturday and I'm singing the song, You're worthy God, you're worthy Lamb. And I'm just worshipping Him. And I found myself that I and I understood that that was going on for a very long time. I was already warm in that sense many weekends. I, I stopped worrying about the things of the God. I wanted just to participate, to be a good Christian, come to the uh, fellowship, to share my thoughts. And, you know, just somebody would say, oh, yes, God's doing something with you, man, to this, you're wow. And after the fellowship, already I have messages. So let's have party again. And everything else. And I could uh, just tell you many stories about this warm-ups. And I was in that place. And I knew that my heart started to be lukewarm. The temperatures going down. That real presence of God which touches me, which is working in me. And I'm, I was feeling I'm going down, down. And I told to myself, I don't want Christianity. Because it's just all boring. It's empty. Nothing is happening here. And in the world, oh, it's hap things are happening. You can drink. 
you can have a participation somewhere in a dance, different dancing. Girls. Always nice when there are some girls. And I was like, wow, this is real life. Religion, church, God, well. Yeah, well, I should. I should go just to check in to be a good Christian. But then uh, in the end, I left the church, that church. Probably that's how it should have been, because I couldn't stay there uh, being a lukewarm. Something had to change. I had to become cold or hot. I became cold. I left. But that question in my head, who are you, God? Who am I? Who am I in you? What does it mean to be uh, saved? What does it mean? Just, yeah, all these questions did not leave me, even when I left the church. And when I was in some places, when I could make a big step to sin, I felt so bad because something was going on inside me saying, stop, don't do it. Seriously, I'm ready to sin, and I can't. Something inside of me so just stops me. And it is no. I know when Satan is actually showing us, you know, offering something to us, is offering something that we would become lukewarm for God, lukewarm for his kingdom. It doesn't come with things we don't need, he, uh, devil. He comes with really good stuff which we really need. He came to me, I was always feeling, well, I need some love and uh, lonely. I wanted uh, some fellowship, uh, I wanted uh, friends, uh, boys okay, girls better. But I was not ans asking this question, God, that's what I feel, all these real feelings, show me where are you leading me. And I'm almost sure he would uh, have told me, but I listened to devil and I went to look for things where devil was taking me. It was the world. For example, if you have difficult situation, difficult time, you're nervous and anxious and frustrated, probably things happen not the way you wanted, or something, uh, someone, uh, you know, rejected you, or something was broken in your life. Um, in the place that you would go to God and say, God, help me, please, help me, I am in your house, just show me the way. You would uh, back off, you leave the house, and you say, okay. It's not really you saying, your thoughts are coming from evil devil. I'll just go, just have some drink, just relax. You have to. Maybe someone will understand when you are uh, drunk from drugs or, you know, you so you need to get a high because you feel so bad, so bad. Everything is just so real and bad. Just use this uh, opportunity to get high, and it can be many other things. But the main reason, the 
the main decision. What do you do with all these situations, with all your thoughts? Because all this will happen. It is happening in everybody's life. We do become come with challenges. We, we have challenges. Even if we live with him, we have his power, we have him self inside, we still face challenges. We're still in the world, which is the world. And things are happening here. Unjust, you will be hurt. You will be hurt. And that lukewarmness, it's coming slowly. It doesn't come suddenly. You don't suddenly become lukewarm, just instantly. I came and instantly happened. No, it doesn't. Slowly, slowly it comes. You are missing the point. You, you coming this uh, darkness in slowly. These thoughts are not disgusting. These thoughts are good. These thoughts are nice to you. It seems that that's what you need that moment. And always because you are a Christian, because you know the truth, you're always like, uh, okay, uh, okay, it's just, it just happened, it's happened. And I'm not saying that, I'm not talking about the religion where you have to beat yourself up because you are a sinner. sinner. I'm talking about our mind, when your mind is already tolerating everything, when your thinking is poisoned already. Of course, there is a, this voice where, which is saying, you are my son, you live in my house, I gave you everything. I washed you with my precious blood, live in a victory. Use everything what I am giving to you. And the other voice, is saying, just forget this all stuff, just do whatever you think is right. And usually what I think is right is just here always, just here. Oh, looking for God. Don't look for God. It's just here. Your friend is calling. Let's go. Let's go to have party. And I'm not saying about religion that we have to close now in uh, single rooms. And the next uh, verse in scripture, it looks identical, but the situation is a bit different. Matthew, Matthew 21, 28, 30. What do you think? There was a man who had two sons. And he came to the first and said, Son, go to work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not. But afterward, he regretted it and changed his mind and went. Then the man came to the second son and, and said the same thing. And he replied, I will, sir. But he did not go. And it's such a similar story to me. First son, the good one. Well, in the beginning, it doesn't look good because God says to him, son, I have some work for you. And he says, no, I'm not going. I'm not going. And to know all the culture which is written in, it's really like a kind of strong word to say no. Today kids are like, I want, I don't want, and it's normal. 
but back then to say to your father it was a real deal you just you just not say it it's something strong but what happens he just says no is not that good Christian who always says yes who is nice to look at always ready to serve it's like just like a negative son but what happens uh, after and he then changed his mind and he went and I'm thinking changing his mind is so important that inner position when you're like still thinking you're still deciding inside things are happening around you and you're still deciding you asking questions you're raising them where are you God what are you doing in my life who am I in you remind me that truth God now I'm saying no but I want to say yes I want to burn for you well I'm saying now I want to be cold but really inside I want to be hot and I want to just point this that this son is very honest he knows who is who he is in that house that he is that it's everything belongs to him after that he needs to work in that vineyard because it belongs to him anyway in the end we have to remind ourselves as well that we are his kids we will inherit what belongs to him we are the mm, people of his kingdom and all these good things that are coming from Lord the first thing is his presence is promised and we are invited and these promises miracles and grace comes when you go out of your comfort zone you will go to that vineyard and do some job work even if you don't like it and then the grace will come down uh, but again it's a position because the second son is a very good son a very good Christian he says yes God I'm coming I'm going I'll do it the first one didn't even say Lord the second says Lord I'm going I will do it everything I used to say everything I will do for you God whatever uh, go and talk to this person no really everything oh really everything and that quick answer without heart without heart without thinking about it just saying it I hear you God I want to answer help me to answer that quick answer without honesty it leads you to lukewarmness because you will do stuff mm, until some time because you will do it you will be good Christian from outside but your inside inside will be so much lies so much darkness and it really is not God's plan for you and I have some mm, uh, some symptoms of a lukewarmness written down you kind of uh, you know uh, you say I'm doing this because you know you know that whatever 
you too does not worship him, but you still protect yourself. You, you know, you, you f find how to mm, protect yourself. And even the word of God sometimes uh, just excuse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you open your Bible and say, oh, this is a word for me, you know, you just define your uh, fleshly desires uh, for to excuse yourself. And this is, uh, you know, the way to the lukewarmness, that, uh, that answering or doing with no, no heart, the quick yes, impulsiveness, it also can lead to lukewarmness. Because you are missing, missing what is God really doing and what, where He is really taking you. And the last uh, symptom of lukewarmness, which I, because there is much more, but I have uh, just few. Mm, not, not a sorrow, but sorry, like kind of, and not when you are. Uh, we're seeing sorry, but there is no sorrow. It's, it's not from your heart. You just say sorry because you have to say sorry. But reality, your sorry is not real. And I was there. I'm confessing, saying sorry. My situation is really funny. I'm doing nonsense, like gossiping, you know, talking rubbish about other people quite, uh, you know, good, go quite big gossip, sorry. And I feel inside the uh, Spirit of God tells me, hey, stop, what are you doing? And I'm like, yes, 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 God, I'm not, I'm, I'm wrong in my head, I'm wrong. And I'm still just talking this rubbish. Inside I'm kind of uh, saying sorry, but I'm not sorry. Mm. What is the most interesting that in in Revelation and in, in Revelation three twenty says, "Behold, I stand at the door and continually knocking. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with me, just or restore him and he with me." And he's talking to the church to us to believers. So what does that mean? If we came to Christ, we believed, He lives in us, His Spirit lives in us. So why is He supposed to be knocking then? Why why He's knocking if He is in us? And I'm not going to speak theology here. He is knocking to this lukewarm heart. He is knocking to the lukewarm heart, which is good enough. Christianity standards, looking by Christian standards, but it's so lukewarm, so we can, so we can say that he actually wants to vomit us out. And in this place, there is so much grace because he's still knocking, he's still knocking, he's knocking to our heart every time when we are somewhere away when we are tolerating, uh, we're lowering our standards, 
he is knocking and he's saying, my son, my daughter, you are called to live in the victorious life. You're called to have a flag of victory. You are called to be a blessing to other people, not to be lukewarm, not to be a critics, critic of everyone doing the same things that they do, but you are actually called to be light. If I'm living in you, if you let me in, that burning inside of you will be so big and then you will be the light. You, will, you don't have to try to be a good Christian. You will just be because you are. You're not going to uh, think in your workplace, how should I evangelize my work colleagues? How should I you know, put right words, speak right words? You will not need this because he will be burning in you and this will just happen everywhere in your life, in your workplace. God will speak. This, you will just, you will not be able to ignore. Well, you can, of course, you can go to lukewarmness again. But if you're raising questions, if you are honest, you want to understand what does that mean to live in the Father's house. He will speak to you. He will speak. You will not live a boring life. Christianity will not be boring. You will have challenges, yes. But when you will see that these challenges will be a, even a blessing, you will be serving to others. You will find the biggest um, revelations of your life. You will find the hope in you. And uh, at the end, if uh, yes, uh, worship team can come. The material thing, when the material thing is banned, it might become liquid. It's always a temperature. Things come lip, lip, when material becomes liquid. And all these bad things which are inside of this material, you can take away. Like gold, you know, you have to burn the gold so it becomes pure. And I can see the same, like if we have challenges, when we burn with the, this love of Christ, when we let this love burn in us, this dish, it becomes really purified. And then God's Spirit is really doing the job and purifying, taking away these bad stuff, purifying like gold is purified, but really um, strong, like hot fire. And we, yeah, and when we are purified from all this, bad stuff and that's when he can form this dish when these additional things go away and he can form us as a dish of course God can use any dish he can speak through the donkey in the Bible he maybe speaks through the donkey today 
But when this material is very, very, very cold, and when the temperature is very cold, these molecules uh, start to yeah, start to take kind of yeah, and this and this thing can just break because cold things break faster, like solid. And when we understand that this lukewarmness exists, and we decide and we just say, God, I am cold, too cold. That material can break very quick. It's just you confess, I am cold, and God can actually break you. That again, when the temperature rises, He can create a new, new dish. I'm not saying He's gonna break you and break you. But you know, I'm not saying He's gonna yeah break you. But all these things, like the way you think. The, the way is normal for you, the way things you are used to, you know, it will change because when you come to him and say, I am cold, I am cold, God, I like things which are wrong, I, I know this is wrong, it's not giving you any praise and worship. Uh, help me, Holy Spirit, clean me, purify me. It says, God's love leads us to repentance. Let me understand your love, that fire which will lead me to repentance, the real repentance, not only words, but my mind, my heart, all my being will say, sorry, God, forgive me. The questions, do I want? I am asking these questions to myself. I'm raising them. And when God speaks, I'm really asking myself, do I really want to leave the situation? Do I really want to stop thinking like this? Do I really want to let go of my control? Do I? It doesn't matter what kind of the answer. I'm like, God, yes, I don't want, or yes, I do want. And I'm going to tell you what a big grace, doesn't matter what is the answer. He still does what he needs to do. He creates things that take me to that, takes me to that place where I have to be. But if I'm lukewarm and I'm like, I'm good enough God, I'm good enough Christian, whatever. Oh, I sinned, whatever. Forgive me, forgive me. And I'm just doing the same thing. That lukewarmness this material does not change, just stays the same. There is two ways. If you are cold or hot, you can admit you are. Are you burning for God or are you cold for Him? God is calling you to be honest and open. Just admit where you are. Yes, Daddy, I thank you for the word. Would you speak to me first? Thank you for all the things which you show me. And you are not leaving me alone. You are not leaving us. God, I thank you for the grace. 
the grace to understand and to feel the temperature, to feel when we are lukewarm, and for the grace to choose the way. God, I pray, Father, I pray that every way which we will choose, which your sons and daughters will choose, that all these ways would lead to more understanding, to deeper knowledge of grace and love, the cosmic power that actually put things in the right places that your cross. And I pray that all these lukewarm hearts here and people who are lukewarm, that your spirit, that your love and fire would change the temperature, would raise the temperature, that the real repentance comes not only by words, but from the inside, from the heart, that the kids will live in, which live in your house would be brave and bold. They would stand bold in the everything what belongs to them, that heritage, and in the humility. The Father who knows the best, Father who wants the best for us, wants to lead us. And that grace who wants that we would be similar to the big brother, the Christ. Mm. You, you see our hearts. Mm. Just see our hearts. That the temperature would go up. You research our hearts so that temperature would rise and your grace would take these impurities away.